Hey there, welcome to H-Town Wheelhouse Podcast. This is a quick hit. It is February 25th, 2020. Thanks for tuning in on this quick hit episode. What Astros are getting hot? What is happening on the field? And will the madness end anytime soon? This is H-Town Wheelhouse. Thanks for tuning in to Quick Hits. Quick hit number four is next. All right, thanks for tuning in. A lot of stuff has been going on in the baseball world. We know spring training is in full swing, and the Houston Astros have started off their campaign. They did lose their first full game against the Washington Nationals in a heavily Nationals-favored crowd that booed the Astros as they were introduced. Yes, even the minor league players that had no part in the 2017 World Series championship run. Um, But the Astros are going to be maligned. Um, Whether we like it or not as Astros fans, this is something that we are going to have to deal with. Like my friend Sully from Locked On MLB said, you're just going to have to toughen up, Astros fans. Well, you know what, Sully, you were probably right. But I won't even get on my high horse about that. I do want to talk about the Houston Astros. Um, Of course, yesterday you probably know that several Astros hit home runs, and we saw Garrett Stubbs hit the first home run of spring training. Um, Then we saw Miles Straw launch a ball over the outfield wall as well. Um, Local high school product Corey Jolks from Clearbrook High School right here in Houston launched a grand slam into the stands, and as well, Jake Adams hit a home run. So we had four home runs by the Houston Astros, but more than home runs that's been impressive for the Astros so far has been their pitching. The pitchers have looked really good. Um, Yesterday, of course, we um, we had a Brayu. Um, take the mound with to get four strikeouts. Cy Snead got a hold. Um, Senebrina got a hold as well. Snead had two strikeouts. LaRue had three. Hernandez had three. They had 12 strikeouts total in an 11-1 victory. As I speak, the Astros are currently playing the Miami Marlins, and they are down three to nothing. They've given up nine hits. Now, the Astros on the mound today had none other than Brandon Belak. Brandon Belak had three strikeouts in two innings, did give up three hits, two of those that were home runs, and he had two earned runs. Um, Devo took the mound. He only gave, he gave up two hits in one inning and a strikeout. And then the Marlins have not scored um, since the fifth inning where Rodriguez, Noel Rodriguez gave up a run off of three hits. And so Hughes came in, pitched one inning, gave up a hit. And so the pitchers, although they've given up three runs and nine hits, overall doing really, really well. The Astros um, at the plate today um, have only collected two hits, um, one hit by Taylor Jones and one hit by Drew Ferguson. Of course, they are in the sixth inning as we do this podcast and we will um, 
add to that later. If you haven't had a chance, I am now the co-host of Locked On Astros. You can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter. You can find me at Locked On Astros. You can also find me on Facebook at Strohs411. Always positive, always Strohs. But what has been interesting to me is the reaction and or I should say lack of reaction by some players. Some players very poignantly have come out in great opposition to the Houston Astros where others have just said, you know what, let's just play ball. Who cares? I don't want to talk about it. And so I, I, I really don't know where I stand on what other players think. You, you, can't, you can't slight someone for having their own opinion. And although I may vehemently disagree with the mischaracterization by Cody Bellinger, by Aaron Judge and others, they have the right. I'm not a professional ball player, and so I haven't been affected at all by this scandal personally. And what is amazing is Chaz McCormick, as I'm talking, just hit a grand slam over the center field wall, scoring Stephen Wern, Jack Myers, and Osavo Durante. So the Astros now lead the Marlins 4-3. to three. I wonder if this is a sign. Do I need to be doing podcasts while the Astros are playing? Maybe it's good luck today. All right. So we talked about that in our next segment. We are going to discuss what the Astros need to focus on in spring training and maybe some goals for the season. Thanks for tuning in. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. So the big goal, I think, for the Houston Astros in spring training will be as follows. Who is the number five starter and who will make the 26th spot on this 25-man roster? Garrett Stubbs, I think, is going to really press hard and going to look really good this spring, making it a difficult task to keep him off of this lineup. I think that Garrett Stubbs can win the backup spot over Dustin Garneau. But does that take Miles Straw out of the equation? I think Miles Straw will probably have a strong spring training. I would not want to be in Dusty Baker's shoes because the decision, I think, at the end of spring training is going to be tough. The question is, will the Astros use that 26 spot for an extra pitcher, an extra arm that shines, or a position player? What is the greatest need? Outfield is plentiful for the Astros. And as well, the battle for right field. Does Kyle Tucker position himself in such a way that Dusty Baker has no other option than to put him in the starting lineup opening day when the Astros take the field at Minute Maid Park versus the California Angels? Sorry, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That is so ridiculous. Anyways, the Astros, after their first home series have 12 of their next 14 games on the road. And so it will be a long, arduous road trip. The Astros have got to focus on playing baseball. They can't focus on the noise. They can't focus on the comments. They shouldn't even focus on what happens to the Red Sox. It is being told to me and others that later this week, um, that later this week, 
the Red Sox penalty will come out and we will see what Major League Baseball delivers. I personally don't think that Major League Baseball will hand them anything other than a fine. But then again, I don't know. The president has been set. They may take draft picks from the Red Sox. They may do to the Red Sox what they actually did to the Astros, taking draft picks away. Thank you for tuning in. In our next segment, we'll talk more Astros baseball. All right, let me wrap this up. I uh, had to get come to an abrupt stop. I was doing a podcast recording this while I was on my break, my conference period. I'm a teacher by day, podcaster by night. H-Town Wheelhouse here. You can find me on H-Town, at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, at Stroh's 411 on Twitter, and on Facebook, Instagram as well. And so to wrap it up, well, um, I should have not got off the podcast because the Astros ended up losing um, 7-4. to four. The Marlins came back and tied it the next inning and then scored three runs in the ninth, and the Astros got two guys on and then they hit into a double play, got a guy on third, then they had another out. So they lost 7-4, to four, but the offense showed up again, hit another grand slam. We're hitting a lot of home runs, so that's a good thing. I appreciate your support. Um, support this podcast by listening, leaving a review at Apple Podcasts. Also, tonight I'll be back on with Eric Heisman with Talking Strohs, the um, the daily Locked On podcast for your Houston Astros. So anyways, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, the naysayers are going to be the naysayers. Pretty soon we should be hearing about the Red Sox punishment or what's coming down from MLB. It'll be interesting to hear the reaction from the league to see if it's as vehement against them as it was the Astros. So this is um, H-Town Wheelhouse signing out from the Titan XD studio. Have a good one. Peace.